Hey everyone, welcome to Wrong Questions Only, the politically non-binary podcast where we solve culture war issues like gender, the topic of season one, and we also talk about other things too whenever we feel like it, um, uh, but this is the bonus episode. This is a bonus episode. I was just going to put it out for the Patreon and Substack people, but uh, I decided to make this one public because I really like this chunk in there that we had, particularly about... Um, well, we talked, we talked about a number of things. We talked about aging and how sexuality changes with it. We talked about monogamy a little bit. Um, but I really like the chunk, especially where we talked about the way, the different ways that we use the word woman. This is something I touched on a little bit in the Alexis episode, which I actually recorded after this Heather episode. Sometimes that happens because I wanted to put out the Kyle Rittenhouse thing in a little bit more timely of a manner with Alexis. But um, yeah, I just really liked the way that we talked about it. I think we made some great points. And so I wanted to make this one public as a little sample episode of some of the stuff that sometimes just goes to Patreon and Substack people. So this is your bonus episode. And um, um, yeah, this is my friend, Heather Nova. I just got permission to use her name. So I'm going to go update that. Um, love you all for being here, whether you're just subscribed to the podcast or you're, especially if you're a Patreon or Substack member, free or otherwise. Again, if you like what you're uh, listening to here. If you want to have the bonus episodes, you can go to patreon.com slash WQO, or you can go to, and, or you could do both for whatever reason, but you could also go to substack, no wrong, wrong qo.substack.com. And you can either, you can sign up for either a free or a paid subscription. It's $5 a month for the paid subscription. And then you get all the bonus content and you can also comment on everything. Whereas with the free one, you get some of the bonus content and sometimes you can comment and sometimes you can't. Okay. Uh, yeah. No more ado is necessary. Enjoy. <laughs> and it's funny too, like just getting older. And like I said, three concussions, I, um, you know, I'm starting to forget things. Mm-hmm. I'm not my you brain. You just started? Oh. Well, you know. And <laughs> and my kids get so upset with me. They're like, you know, I guess it's just hard to see your parents' age, I think. Mm-hmm. And, like, my daughter it's especially. Hard to watch. It's hard to, for me to watch my mom watching my mom age, you know? Yeah. Like, her awareness of it is what is really, like. Oh. And that's why I'm fighting every step of the way. Well, just do it with grace. You know what I mean? Um, Make it, yeah, yeah. With, with grace. Accept it, but also. I'm accepting it, but also I feel yeah. like I lost so many years in the first part of my life mm-hmm. that I want to enjoy these years yeah. however much I can. Yeah, embrace life and make healthy decisions that enable yeah. you to embrace life more. That's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm going to go, well, no, I'm not 51. No, I'll, I, I am. Mm-hmm. But also, like, with technologies, we are going to be able to live longer and quite possibly do things longer. And, and, you know, is marriage really going to be around anymore? Would, would somebody really want to be married for 120 years? Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I would, but it's also like, I'm but you have a different, exactly. Yeah. Like you have a different perspective. Well, it's nicer if you're polyamorous. Yeah. Open and stuff. yeah. But everyone will be poly. I mean, probably most people will be. Yeah. I think that that one's going to, I know people have said it before, but it, it's like you said, we have to pick something. And if you, if you want to do serial monogamy and especially long-term or long-term monogamy, mm-hmm. then it's only going to make sense to be 
polyamorous. Right. Because, you know, like, right now... To some extent or another. Like, for my, for me, with my abandonment issues, mm-hmm. I am a serial monogamous. Mm-hmm. Because I tried the whole being in love with somebody and open it up really hard. Mm-hmm. But it's not hard for me to go from one to the other and, like, yeah. have an end date. Yeah. That's so interesting, <laughs> though. Yeah. But I feel like it's different if you're dating dudes. It is. Or it would be for me. I don't know. So yeah. Annoying, but yeah, I think it's different if you're dating dudes. I think if you're just, you have a partner woman and then you have other friends and different, sometimes people like to cuddle, sometimes people like to have sex. I don't know. Like, yeah. It's just different. It doesn't have to be this whole thing. And I, I think know. like with every relationship that I have, things change, Mm -hmm. you know, every relationship is different. And so, you know, when I start dating again in January, it's, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm I'm excited. Yeah. It should be. Yeah. Dating's fun. You get to meet all kinds of new people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll Um, see who I'm really attracted to now. Well, and yeah, because it also changes all the time. Right. You never know. Like I see dudes that come in and I'm like, nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. I'm attracted to more females. Yeah. I think that uh, as women age, we get gayer and gayer. Uh-huh. So. I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any, did you have any things that you wanted to ask me uh, for your kids or for your curiosity about all this? Um, I mean, I know you've heard me talk a I lot wanna... about gender a lot, just for the listener. Like, yeah, you know, I... you've listened to gender fluids a lot mm-hmm. and probably a lot of this podcast. So, um, you're, yeah. Like, do you have anything you, like I've never talked about or that? Yeah. I want to ask your perspective on, um, the word woman. Hmm. And I know, cause I know that you've talked about it on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. And do you feel like, it's getting erased because we've already seen in Texas with the abortion shit going on, how much women are hated. Yeah. And is there anything behind that? That could be, you know, like we're erasing women, we're erasing lesbians. I did notice this time around, at least in what I glanced at at Twitter or wherever that, um, with the protests, they were talking about women and women's bodies and whatnot. And mm-hmm. I didn't see, I wasn't seeing a lot of drama. I was seeing a lot of successful, you know, women's rights matter, but you know, our uterus, this or that or whatever. I didn't see, and I wasn't seeing the, the drama over, Oh, you can't say that because it's transphobic or right. this is stupid. You know, I didn't see it. So I, I felt like maybe everyone has taken a little bit of a breath and realized again, that we don't have to constantly argue over language being inclusifying. Mm-hmm. Um, it just gets a little annoying. Like when I was going to my gay Christian church and we were having to change all the song lyrics to be an inclusifying language. And some of them were fine. Some of them would ruin the rhyme because of pronouns and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, but there was one where we for amazing grace. We had to, we had to, which I love that song. Oh, oh I did God. too. And I was in the choir and so we were singing that we had to, say it instead of we couldn't say was blind but now i see because it implied because we had some blind people in the congregation and that lyric implied to them that it was inherently better to see than mm. to be to literally see than to literally be like blind because of course you could take the whole thing as a metaphor which it mostly is mm-hmm. um and so we lost our ability to enjoy 
singing that metaphor yeah for that song and I mean that I don't know it mattered to me <laughs> like right like, um and that's so but I think we all need to realize that we use language differently in different contexts at different times and sometimes we can use the word woman and all know what we mean I use all kinds of words in the gendered way a little bit differently all the time you know uh-huh. um and I like even when I'm saying <laughs> so if you saw someone you're like is that dude a dude or a chick you know uh-huh. What that would mean is like, is that um, penis person like identifying as a dude or a chick? Do you think, or uh-huh. could it mean like, is that person who clearly identifies as a dude have a dick or a vagina? Do you think? You know what I mean? Like, so that's just an example of how sometimes we can use these words, and even in the same sentence, you could mean a different thing by the word, but because of the context, you would be figuring that out. And so we're playing all kinds of games like that all the time with language. So when it's like, what does woman mean? I mean, we just need to have several different definitions listed, I think, in the dictionary. I'm not sure quite what the state of most dictionaries is at, but we're going to say it could mean adult, only female, or that sometimes you're talking about people who all share a certain femininity to them, you know, or you could be talking about people who have uh, the experience of um, motherhood in some culture. I, you know what I mean? I don't know. You could, however people want to define yeah. The word women, we just realized that with gender, with women, like, we use them differently in different contexts. And if anybody can come up with a different word for some of these terms, some of these concepts that we might want, we might, that might help things. I don't think we need to really get lost in what does the word woman mean? We use it differently sometimes. Sometimes when the word, people use the word woman, it refers to me. Sometimes it doesn't. Oftentimes I feel like the word ladies usually doesn't apply to me just because it often use, is used mm. in a context of people who date men. And ladies does sound very feminine. It does sound very feminine. Yeah. I don't care for that um, for me. But sometimes when like an, a, of a comic on stage is like, all right, ladies, you know, um, wait, you know, clap if you, uh, when you're stuck in a man's dick or whatever. And I'm like, okay, as I suspected, because she said, ladies, this isn't going to apply to me. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they'll say that too. It's usually if it's ladies, they are talking about something that I, even if it's not about men, it's about persons or something. Right. Whereas if you say, sometimes when, when comics will say women, I'm like, oh, is this going to refer to me or not? And sometimes it might be about dating men. Sometimes it might be about periods, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And so it's always like, I'm constantly in that kind of thing of like, which gender am I going to be? Sometimes when comics, whether they're men or women on stage say, fellas, I'm like, yeah, you yeah. know, and especially when yeah. you're supposed to clap or uh-huh. like a lot of times if they're saying like, okay, clap if you're a man or a woman, whatever. Um, and so, or in some gendered way, I'll often respond to both because if I think that they're, if they're going to ask me about dating, if they're going to ask me, whatever, I'll, I'll kind of be like, I'm going to answer in the way that I think is most useful and true for the way you're using the word in that moment. There's nothing hard and fast about, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like you have to kind of, kind of respond to the moment. And that's something that for us two-spirit people, <laughs> I'm just going to go for it. Um, those of us who are clearly two-spirit, uh, that's just something that you do. And I don't think that it, like, you know, we can, if people want to get all technical about what words mean, it's like right. these words are fluid. It's like these humans are using sounds to create concepts and meanings so that we can convey information to each other. Like that's a very fluid thing that, we can, we can, a dictionary is such a rough, like one moment in time, according to one person's way of wording things. And, you know, like that's so, that's so finite. Whereas what's happening is like infinite. 
Well, I feel like in a way, and this might be my own prejudice and my own like uh, trigger about the words Mm -hmm. is, you know, um, I see women and lesbians being erased. I don't see men and gay being erased, gay men. Yeah. You know, and, and so like, I don't know why that is. Yeah. Um, I just don't want to repeat like any of the like explanations that people have already put out for these because if people, and I'm not saying that they're right or wrong. I'm just saying, I don't want to go through them because even though, even if I've had some of these independent thoughts, if other people have now thought them and people can like find the books that they want to get and and look into the questions of (laughs) all of this. Um, Okay. Now that I'm into the caveat, I forgot what your question was. (laughs) (laughs) Of why it, you know, Oh, we're erasing the females and not males. Um, But well, I mean, for one thing, it's just that we have that kind of, anxious, depressed, suicidal desire to be erased, you know? I mean, if we're all running from femininity, Mm -hmm. um, which is sad because it's about to be the age of Aquarius and actually it's a very feminine time. And the whole thing right now is to figure out how to embrace the feminine and, um, be that kind of creative source. Mm -hmm. I've heard that. Yeah. So (laughs) I am trying to lean into the feminine personally more and more. Um, but in some ways that's just not the vibe. So, but in other ways people are embracing femininity. I don't know. Things are, things are mixing and moving around right now, but you know, we have to learn how to stand up for ourselves Mm -hmm. at some point for one thing. Um, and also, I mean, yeah, people do get used to just, like, getting their way or being heard or, you know, yeah. fighting for what they think is right. And um, then they come in and do that. Yeah. So uh, some of the rest of us have to fight for what we think is right. It's hard. I mean, it's, and it's just hard coming from like where I came from growing up, mm-hmm. you know, where I was told you can't sit and watch football with the men. You have mm-hmm. to go be in the kitchen with the women. Mm-hmm. So now I hate both football and cooking. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's how I feel like it made me useless. Right. Like right. My thing. I don't know how to change a tire or a diaper. It's like, right. right because <laughs> they didn't want to teach me the things that I wanted to learn uh-huh. and they tried to force on me the things I didn't. And so I just didn't learn as much as I should have been. I mean, maybe I read more, but, um, yeah. So I, you know, I think that parents are getting the loosening up about gender stuff more and more though. I think even in rural Christian areas, some extent things have been loosening up Mm -hmm. and even though there's some fighting about the extremes or what's happening in cities, whatever, like the trend is toward more of an androgynous child rearing approach. And I do see like with this newest generation, I think it's going to really change Mm -hmm. um, and get the, yeah, we're going to see a lot of change, I think. Yeah. Um, so do you have a wrong question that you would like to ask someone, some demographic? Mm. 
Uh, um, I wish I would have thought about this before. <laughs> it's okay, I can edit out all this part. Um, I mean, I, I would love to get in a room with like a white supremacist Trump supporter mm-hmm. and really hear what they feel about all of this. Yeah. But like see them with a trans person, non-binary and like all the, (laughs) and like really having a conversation because Uh I think that all of that is just fear. Uh And so, um, the questions, I don't know exactly what the question would be. I just want, I just want to see it together. I just like this, like Jerry Springer episode or whatever. <laughs> Trump supporters and the trans. Let's just have them have it out. Just go at it. Like, wait, what are we even going to talk about? Whatever you guys feel inspired right. to discuss. <laughs> we just have little cards on the table for them to pick up. Abortion, go. What? Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, no, that sounds fun. But it is. It's like, I do think that if you had, most of the time when you have people sit down together and they talk, they do come to much more of an understanding. So it's like, why don't we just do that more? I mean, we did, like, that's how I figured out how to like women and men again. I I, I now have gone back, Mm -hmm. but I used to do these workshops where, and I I was like, oh, wow, I hate women for this reason. But Mm -hmm. then I, now I love women Mm -hmm. and I love myself Mm -hmm. and I don't compare myself anymore. I, you know, I'm very much like go, you know, you, (laughs) but then, you know, same with men. I had to, I sat in groups with them and learned how they were raised in different ways and blah, blah, blah. But then when a lot of this other stuff started coming up, the, mm-hmm. the abortion ban and like all that kind of, it, it really, mm-hmm. it made me go back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I am talking to my, uh, at least my 17 year old about getting a vasectomy. You, cause you think that he should, just it's because you can reverse it when you, oh, you can reverse it. Right, right, right. Yeah, dude. He's not. almost 18. I'm, I'm telling him like, like he hasn't even had sex yet. I yeah. just want him to it's not, ever, thing, not yeah. ever have that issue. Yeah. Cause lately they just, uh, are just coming in. If not coming inside the chicks then just pulling out, but like not using condoms certainly. So no. Yeah. That's a little dangerous. I don't know. I think people should only have PIV when they're in commitment. but (laughs) that's just the Mormon in me I guess I don't know because it's a lot of you know it's supposed to feel amazing to get to like do the thing that might impregnate somebody that's supposed to take you know commitment you're supposed to have proved to the woman that you're willing to spend hours making love to her because you were invested in her pleasure yeah you know what I mean that's supposed to be something you earn and that women are like guarded. But I think our ancestors were having a lot more like fingering and like going down on each other. I think it's a lot more lesbian sex, even amongst, even between the penis and vagina people. They were like, yeah, probably that's how they would population control once you weren't breastfeeding anymore or before you were pregnant, whatever. Like they probably, yeah, PIV was probably more sacred a lot of the time. Yeah. You, you didn't want to have a bunch of kids all the time. If you were just kind of, you're not, you're not agriculture yeah. yet. You're like, you know, you just, want to replace population here and there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I bet they were finger fucking and learning how to like be awesome in bed. Well, maybe that's another thing I need to talk to him about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, you know, it probably should be a thing where an older woman teaches the younger men of the village how to have sex. Well, that's my relationship that I have right, right now. Yeah, you're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what's supposed to happen. <laughs> I love it because I, I love to, like, not that I have the power, but it oh, just yeah. feels like I have a little bit more control than I did in any other relationship that I've ever had. Mm. So. All right. I hope you enjoyed this bonus segment slash Patreon Substack episode. So again, if you want to subscribe, um, I prefer Substack people, but if you want to do Patreon for whatever reason, that's patreon.com slash WQO. And then Substack is wrongqo.substack.com. And then you will get access to all the previous bonus episodes as well as all the future ones that don't get made into special bonus episodes for everyone. And you can uh, start conversations on Substack if you want to talk about any of the stuff that we uh, discussed. Also, if you have any feedback for me, you can email me at ariel.norman at gmail.com. That's my public email address, A-R-I-E-L-L-E dot N-O-R-M-A-N gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Ellen D. Genderless. Although I don't really like to get into political discussions on there because I don't like typing with my thumbs when I have to say a lot. But you can certainly follow me if you want to find my stand-up or just look at cute pictures of me and my dog and my life. Yep. Oh, there's also an Instagram for Wrong Questions Only and a YouTube. You can find Wrong Questions Only on Instagram. You can find Wrong Questions Only on YouTube. I'm, uh, it's a work in progress to be doing all that stuff as I develop a... Uh, team and systems and acquire equipment for all of this it will make this all easier but if you want to support the podcast those are also ways to do it to just up the numbers on subscribers and be ready for when i am putting out content okay thanks bye